Gotcha.
pocket, got that good soul in my feet. I need that hot blood in my body when it hurts. Ooh, well, I can't take my eyes up So phenomenally, we're like the way we rock it. So don't stop. And under the lights, when everything goes, nowhere to hide when I'm getting you close. When we move, well, you already know. So just imagine, just imagine, just imagine. Nothing I can see but you for me. Shotgun, cock it back, 
Shoot the sun until the sky is black. Now I shall hope that the sun got rhythm. Cause he gon' dance when that music hit him. Like bang, 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 darkness falls. In the nighttime, I'm camouflaged. Now I, I, of socially awkward it is episode number 249 uh we're recording live and of course uh i am steve with hey 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 it's me i'm back it's eric it's by the way eric, for those of you who, who back, don't, don't remember me it's been so long uh yeah it's been it's been a long long time um <clears throat> but uh we're gonna do a show tonight we're gonna we're gonna do some catch-up the fans of you or newcomers are going to go, oh, this is what this guy's all about. Awesome. Cool. Hope he comes back. Uh, 
and so on and so forth. But before we jump into that, Eric, because I know you want to talk, I know you want to flap your lips, I know you want to get your words in, but I got to do what we always do. Uh, SocialAcquardStudios.com, 4AidRadio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, Player FM, and now Google Play Music is where you can find us all. Wow. <clears throat> A little ahead of myself. Got a little cocky there. Got a little cocky. Not so much cocky, but more of a. One thing I one thing I need to have you add to that though, because Google has recently released their own podcast app. So there's actually now a Google podcast app, and we are on that also. So we are on that. We are on that, yeah, because it it pulls from Google Play Music for the podcast. So because we're on Google Play Music, we're also on Google Podcasts, but it's a completely separate app just for podcasts. So you can get us through your music app if that's what you're using, but you can also get us through the new Google Podcast app. Oh, very cool, so very cool. So there you go, kids. So if you uh, were having trouble finding us, because I know some people did have trouble finding us on Google Play, and when they gave it to me, I'm like, I don't, I don't know Google Play. In fact, <laughs> I don't even use the iTunes like Apple one. Like I bought like an actual podcatcher because most of the stuff is easier to do. Uh, but yes, that's so that's good news, everybody. You can find us there. And also, um, so yeah, Eric. Hi, how are you? Hi, hello. I'm 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 doing pretty well. Um... It's been it's been a while since I've been. I I know you looked back to the last time that I was uh, able to come on the show, and um, it was a, it was a while back. And there was something special about that last time, too, wasn't yeah, there? Yeah, it was. It was very interesting. So I took a picture of it. So I will drop this off on the Facebook page. Uh, so go ahead and follow us, like us there, all that good stuff. I'm, I'm definitely gonna post this picture because it's very eerie. So we're recording on dun 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 Friday the thirteenth, but. Last time you were you skyped in at least um, was it was in October, 2017, Friday the 13th. So which is funny because we kind of have this ongoing joke, uh, not intentionally. We actually had a show on Friday the 13th, so we called it Friday the 13th. And then of course then we did uh, we had a show that we recorded before Friday the 13th, but we called it Part Two, and now this is Part Three. Um, I I think it'd be funny because it's like um i know i'm a horror fan and matthew enjoys some of the movies in the genre you could take it or leave it but it's all like that'd be really funny if they're just all like all right uh when we do a reboot of friday the 13th make sure to put that one podcast in it because they apparently really enjoy these movies <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to we'll have to reach out and uh let them know be like hey by the way we've been doing these shows and uh we mention friday the 13th we don't have to mention that we don't actually talk about the movies at all we can just no. <laughs> just say hey hey we said the words friday the 13th which is your movie's title so um yeah. i and actually um, you know what might be yeah the next time we have a friday the 13th show if i'm able to to skype in um i know some people here in the toledo ohio area who are actually filmmakers and specifically are horror film makers I will try to get them in studio Ooh. on the on that day to uh, to Skype in all of us and you know we'll all be here you'll be there you know as it as it is, um, but it should be it should be uh, doable I think I'll just have to reach out to a couple of people and see what I can find out see who's willing to uh, to come on a podcast and basically uh, not talk about their filmmaking for very long. <laughs> 
Because, <laughs> you know, we never, we, 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 hey, we got a guest on. We're going to give you about five minutes to talk about your thing. And then we're just going to uh, bullshit for, for two more hours. Well, basically what happens during our interviews, if people aren't familiar with uh, past interviews, it used to be uh, we get someone on the show. We start talking to them. They introduce ourselves. We catch up on our week and everything like that. And then we start talking to them, and they'll mention something that they 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 have done or that's with whatnot. Because uh, there was actually a prime example was we found out about dragon porn, <laughs> and uh, we had guests on the show, and she's like, "Well, I have been commissioned to draw, you know, dragon porn." And Eric and I were like, "What is this?" And we jumped down a rabbit hole because it was something we both never heard, and we both decided, "I want to know more about this." Big shout out uh, <laughs> to Red Nebula Studios. Uh, check them out. Uh, you won't find any of the dragon porn just out there available. You'll have to ask Sarah specifically for that. But she did an amazing original sketch for me because one of the topics we got going down that particular rabbit hole that day, we discussed like, so if we, what if we commissioned, what if we wanted a dragon and Jabba the Hutt, you know, together? And so I have yeah. this magnificent sketch that she did for me for my birthday of. Jabba the Hutt and a dragon in a, uh, shall we say, provocative pose. And uh, it's it's proudly hung in my studio here. It's one of my favorite pieces of art down here, along with uh, I've got a lot of stuff from Val, who's been a guest on the show, and from Raven, who obviously has been a guest on the show as well as a sponsor of the show. Yeah, so speaking I, I, of Val, see, this is what happened. You mentioned something, and now we go on a little bit of a tangent. Uh, she just posted <laughs> two new pictures today. of uh, She did a Godzilla. And she did a uh, xenomorph, and I'm like, crap! I really want those now, so I'm gonna have to <clears throat> see where I can pick those up. At some point in the future, if I have some extra cash, I'm gonna commission her to do some Star Trek Discovery stuff because I have some of her older Star Trek stuff that she's done, and she does mm -hmm. a lot. She's more of a Star Wars person. I I know, you know, you can tell based on her work that she's more of a Star Wars person, but she has done some of the older Star Trek stuff, and I have some of that at my desk at work. And I want to commission her to do some of the Discovery characters because I loved that first season of Discovery, and I love those characters, and I would love to see her take on some of those characters, especially Saru. Like, I would love to see Val's version of Saru. Um, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, jump on. you got to go, go to CBS. Uh, unless you're in Canada, you got to go to – it's on Netflix in Canada. But uh, or no, in Canada it's on Dancing. the Space Channel or so. I don't. It's on some weird. It's on some like they're actually it's broadcasting it on TV. Space. Um, yeah, the Canadian Space Channel. Eh? You know, you just yeah. you go there and be like, hey, I want to watch some, you know, Star Trek and find out what it's all about. You know, exactly. Yeah, and uh, in in uh, in the rest of the world, not the United States, you can get Star Trek Discovery on. Netflix, but here in the U.S. you do have to go through the CBS All Access app. Um, if you don't have CBS All Access already, I believe they do do uh, like a free th seven-day trial or something like that, and um, it's only 13 episodes long, so you can easily binge it in seven days and then uh, unsubscribe if you if you don't want to continue. Um, I, but I would highly recommend watching it, whether you were a Star Trek fan before or not. It is just a fantastically done show. And for more detailed analysis after you've watched it, feel free to go back to our back episodes of the Starfleet Escape podcast, where we discussed each of those episodes in great detail. Plug for another show, network show. I know. This is what we do. We plug away on other shows. 
that are far more better than ours. Joel McHale stole that bit from us. Like he, he listened to the show and said, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to get on a network. And every episode, I'm going to plug at least one or more of the other shows on this network. Yeah. <laughs> he totally copied us. Okay, so you've been... yeah, yeah, probably. Well, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Actually, no, not, not really, because he was doing the soup, <laughs> and then talk soup was even before that. So, um, I, I mean, I wish we could get some money on that, but I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But speaking of Netflix stuff and things like that, so... Yes. Ha- have you been watching the Joe McHale show? Yes, I have been. I have not. Have the new ones been released yet? I know there's uh, like no the new ones start uh, Sunday. Okay, so yes, yeah, so then I am caught up. Then I watched the entirety of the first season. Um, I really liked it as a weekly show because the the content was fresh. He was talking about stuff that was was yeah. happening just right then that week. So I don't know how this next season. I know he's dropping like six episodes all at once. So I don't know if that's going to make some of it seem kind of stale because he's going to be talking about shows that happened further in the past. But um, I still find it hilarious. I, I definitely enjoy it. That's one of my only weekly shows that I that I, every week I look for the release of that show, uh, the Joel McHale show with Joel McHale. Yeah. And then um, last week tonight with John Oliver, those two shows I look for every single week. I, and... I need to start I watching those i've been trying to find new stuff to watch because like we binge like you know luke cage season mm-hmm. two binge that yep uh, um and then it's like i just watched uh, the santa santa clara diet finally like my parents were raving about it so i was like all right so i sat down watched the first season and i know the second season like came out a month ago and fucking loved it but now i'm like crap i have to i'm done with that <laughs> and it's like what do i what do i do so it's like i watched a documentary on netflix uh so i was actually going back into old like stand-up specials on hbo and things like that like trying to find just stuff to watch and then matthew mentioned um he mentioned uh sharp objects just started on hbo i've i've seen the trailer for that uh you know when i was firing up uh last week tonight i saw the trailer for it it's got amy adams in it which means it's already got it's already got a view for me at least once right there um, yeah. just for that. But uh, yeah, it looked actually kind of interesting, which is, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I I'm really yeah. dig these streaming shows. And, and this is something that we talked about when we discussed discovery on the Starfleet escape podcast is that these streaming shows have so much more to work with than the, than it's broadcasting counterparts. And what I mean by that is not just money because the money's there. Regardless, the advertisers are there, the money's there. In but in this case, with the streaming services and these uh, uh, direct to customer interactions, basically, it's more like see. In the past, TV shows were always made to we need to make a TV show that Coke thinks people will like, or you know, we need to make a TV show that Hilton thinks that people, you know, whoever our advertisers is, we have to please them. And then the show is secondary now because everybody's I'm paying directly for my Netflix and my HBO and my Showtime and my Cinemax and my CBS and all of this stuff. I'm paying directly so they don't have to please the advertisers. They have to please me. They have to please the viewer. And we are getting so much better content because of it. You know, stuff like Game of Thrones, stuff like um, even going back to like Dexter on Showtime, one of the one of the older original series, or even going back further than that to uh, um, what was the gangster show on HBO that was like one of oh, the first Sopranos. big uh, shows. Yeah, The Sopranos, one of the first big shows that was before the streaming stuff, but it was still 
a, a show that was directed towards people who were paying for it instead of towards advertisers. One of one of the first to really go with that model. And so I think with more and more shows going to that model on these independent, you know, all these individual networks and these direct streaming services, we're getting better product for it. We're getting better TV because we're paying for it directly instead of, you know, having to, you know, sit through a commercial or even product placement. And yeah, they still, you know, do some of that occasionally on some things, but for the most part. Yeah, but the the thing with product, uh, the thing with product placement now, it's not that big of a deal, like because they're not oversaturating it. Like if someone walks into the fridge, grabs, like they can grab a can, and they don't even have to show you the label anymore you could literally just go oh that's a coke can or that's a dr pepper can like everyone knows what everything looks like but you're not really paying attention to that stuff because how they're acting in the shows now like you said with better obviously money to pay for writers and you know people building stories and stuff like that it's like all that product placement isn't like a big thing like i literally sit there going like well that guy's playing with an xbox controller but there's a (laughs) playstation 4 on the thing i'm like i don't give a fuck i'm like this is television i would be willing to bet if they made a mistake like that it was it's probably intentional to see i want to see who notices i want to see what what portion of our fan base notices that this person is playing a playstation like i want i want to see them playing like mario kart with the playstation 4 in front of them with an xbox controller and i want to see who writes in and says what the heck man (laughs) yeah like really like what the fuck and then you know you would have one person be like well technically the playstation 4 is actually playing a mod (laughs) that can use an xbox controller of the uh, nintendo 64 version of mario kart and it's like Dude, I don't even know what you said. You're like, what? You just said a lot of words and nothing came out. Uh, (laughs) Damn. Yeah, and and another thing that I think is giving us better TV, and I I know there's a lot of people who are complaining about this, and it drives me nuts that people complain about this, but they're talking about how you know, a lot of TV is much more diverse now. We're seeing a lot more female leads. We're seeing a lot more uh, people of color, various, various colors in these roles, and it's opening us up to so much better talent than when we were restricting ourselves before. It's not just PC culture, like oh, we have to force a we have to force a person into this role because we want to have our full spectrum of colors in the show. No, they're able to open up casting to everybody, and we're getting some fantastic actors that wouldn't have gotten a shot before. It we are getting better acting, better writing, better directing, all because we're opening ourselves up to this diversity, not in spite of it. And we're definitely not getting less uh, quality of a product because of it. So the people who are all oh, this PC culture, you're trying to uh, brownwash. I actually heard somebody say that not, not out loud. I saw it online. Somebody said they were trying to brownwash my, my TV shows. I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> are you being like legitimate right now? <laughs> I think they were complaining about, uh, you know, the lack of uh, Caucasian characters on Luke Cage specifically. I'm like, you have a show set in Harlem with a primarily black cast. That just makes sense. (laughs) That's just the way it works. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. People, again, people like they just I mean, to quote a famous uh, movie, The Room, you know, people are people. Uh, But it's like. 
Oh, hi, yeah, Mark. like just that's what I well, this is what's happening now. Like I've been going into movie theaters. I've been seeing movies that I want to see that intrigue me. And I'm like, OK, like, look, if I were to been like, hey, I'm going to go check out Solo. And you guys were like, dude, that that trailer looks like garbage and stuff. I'm like, that's fine because that's your opinion. But I'm like, it intrigued me. So I'll go see it, you know. Or and it's like, and I'm not trying to change anybody's opinion. Like, if you saw a movie, you're like, I absolutely hated it. I'm like, okay, cool. But I'm like, I'm glad I was able to enjoy it. That's like how I go through things now. So, anytime I'm watching a Netflix thing and I'm like, all right, I like it, or right. even if I don't like it, I'm not gonna sit there and bash it. I'm just like, yeah, it wasn't for me. It wasn't up my alley. Yeah, exactly. I I went through that phase too, where I felt like if I liked something, I had to force other people to like it too. And if I didn't like something, I had to force other people to not like it, too. Like, I had to de- trash talk it. And, you know, it, it's a case of I'll watch something. And if I didn't like it, I'll say, I, you know, I didn't like it. If you ask me specifically why, I could, I'll tell you. But I'm not telling you to change. I'm not saying, hey, don't go watch this because I didn't like it. I'm saying, here's why I didn't like it. You choose. If you still want to watch it, if you think you won't like it because of the same reasons, then that's up to you. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm out of that phase where I feel I need to convince people. It's just like, I'll give my opinion if it's asked for, if I really, really like something, I will tell people like, Hey, I really like this. If I think somebody will like something, I'll tell them, but I'm not going to pester them. Like, Hey, have you watched this? Have you watched it? You got to watch this. Yeah. Have you watched this yet? Um, and I used to, I used to be that way. I'll admit, I used to be that guy who'd been like, what, you haven't watched that yet. How dare you? You don't even talk to me unless you've seen X, Y, Z. You know what? Not everybody has time to watch all this stuff. I'm so behind right yeah. now on my watching of stuff because, like, 99% of my TV or video watching time that I have is actually while I'm at work. I, I, we're, we're allowed to have our, our phones and have, like, Netflix or Hulu or whatever on, but I'm not actually looking at it very closely, you know, because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm typing. I'm on, I'm on the computer. I'm doing data entries, so I'm not really – looking at my phone i'm more listening to it than anything with the occasional like if i have a, a pause between orders or i'm waiting for the computer to think of something i can look at it so i don't watch anything while i'm at work that i've never seen before or that has you know that i really want to to pay attention to like that's why it took me so long to finish up luke cage i just finished uh luke cage the other day the season two yeah um, yeah and that was it was fun. I really enjoyed this season. Um, I thought me and Patrick said the ending. Uh, we're not going to give any spoilers out there because uh, we did like, you know, it just came out like not too long ago, like the end of June. But uh, like the ending was just kind of like it was like this kind of like, what the fuck kind of moment, you know? Yeah, because it just seemed it seemed very out of character. That's oh, they set it up so perfectly for a season th- for for season three whenever it comes. I I really liked it. I mean, through the basically, you're seeing a change in the character, and uh, you know, without spoiling it, that's all. I'm, yeah. That's all I'm going to say is that you're seeing a change in the character, and the culmination of it is that final shot when you see that that final shot in that final episode. You're like, what? Yeah. Um, but even before that, when you hear you like. Yeah. Like I said, no, no no spoilers or anything, but you know what I'm talking about when they they come up and tell her tell him she's here and he's like, Tell her go home. Yeah, and, yeah. And you're like, Whoa, no, yeah, you're what? Like, what? <laughs> like 'cause cause yeah, at first you think he's talking about somebody else, but then when you find out who who they're talking about, you're like he he did, he did what now? Like um, Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. So I'm really, yeah. really, really it's, interested it's to crazy. see But I but I like 
I really did like the villain in this one. Uh, I'm pretty sure if you guys have seen the trailer, this isn't a spoiler or anybody, the stress of management, but the, the new villain in the season, uh, or introduced into the season, I should say, Bushmaster. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed him. But, uh, oh, man, we gotta, we gotta great. do it like a, we're, we'll have to do like a side, uh, uh, long box cast or Actually, something talking you know, about do. Luke yeah, Cage specifically. Ask, wanted to, we could, we could do a long box cast uh, anytime soon or whatnot. And we can dive in and talk. Uh, we literally just do the entire run of uh, Luke Cage and that'll be our spoiler episode. Yeah. I, w- I would, I would love that because I definitely want to talk about it because you, you say the villain and I can't even, I'm like, Immediately, my brain starts like, but, 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 That's but, because said. it's like, oh, no, no, no I totally agree with you. Yeah, I'm like the villain, I'll be like the new villain introduced in the trailer, like, because, <laughs> um, but yeah, because everybody, I mean, got, everything, you're like, oh, oh, shit, that the entire season is about change, and you see all of these characters that you saw in the first season in some different lights, you see these new characters come in in one way and go out in another, and, um, some of it, it it was just fantastically done now i liked season one a lot of people complained about season one i did feel like a lot of people that the second half of season one was a little weaker than the first honestly i thought when they got to diamondback i mean season one been out been out for a long time so i'll I'll spoil season one a little bit uh diamondbacks in it and we find out that it's actually his brother so or half brother yeah, like half brother. um so you know and then you know he's got this like super suit made by hammer tech and you know so and he fights you know that's that's the big fight is luke cage against his brother in a super suit um and i thought once they went down that road once they went down the diamondback road that it lost some of because his character was not nearly as strong as all of the other players that we'd already seen so I thought the Diamondback character was a weaker character, and therefore it, it made the hat last half of the season a little weaker. But I still really, really enjoyed it. It's still in my top half of Netflix Marvel shows for sure. Um, I'll put it above Iron Fist any day of the week. Um, I'll, unfortunately, <laughs> I have to say this. I, ha- I have to put it above Jessica Jones Season 2 as well. I was, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed Jessica Jones Season 2. But I was let down because yes. season one was so much better. Yes. Um, no, I agree. Pat and I have talked about this because I believe Pat and I said to, uh, or at least ours and our thing, Jessica Jones is like our favorite one. Season one is like top. Between uh, that shows. and the first um, season of Daredevil, like those two are like tied at the top of my list. And mostly because, again, it's kind of like the reason why the first Iron Man is still one of my all time favorite MCU movies because it's the one that got the ball rolling it's one that started everything and allowed the rest of the universe to exist if it had stunk we wouldn't have we wouldn't be talking about infinity war you know we that would have been it it would have been over so same thing with with daredevil that first season of daredevil if it had sucked we wouldn't be talking about Luke Cage season two you know because we wouldn't have even gotten to Luke Cage Um, let alone season two yeah yeah, there, there, and there, it was funny because I was talking to a guy at work because we were talking about the Luke Cage season two, and I, I was like, "What episode are you on?" He's like, "That." I'm like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like trying to remember like what I've seen, but I told him I was like, "I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I'm all like this episode number uh, is actually like one of my favorite in the in in the season." I'm like because it's just a fun episode, and um, so yeah, we'll do a spoiler episode. Uh, we'll do a long box cast episode, which is funny because I just talked about it. I was thinking of recording something for our case. Uh, this week we're doing this thing uh, 
and I'll pick just like one game and just start talking about, you know, when it came out, like how it impact me, how it impact, you know, the gaming industry, all that kind of stuff. And just see if people like those little episodes. And so uh, Raven has some free time because she's been busy because yes. she's always busy because people are always going to revenge lover.com mention you heard us on the four radio network and receive 10 percent off your first order whoop, whoop. boom we love raven we love raven so much i need to i keep thinking like so, so i have this you, you know i've got that tattoo on my shoulder that i got when i was 22 years old uh they shouldn't have ever given it to me because i'd been drinking <laughs> my buddy drove me over we were going to go pick up some food <laughs> And uh, oh, oddly enough, this is kind of amusing. You were you were eating ramen the other day, and the yes. the tattoo shop where I got my tattoo was in that same shopping center as the ramen place you went to the other day. <laughs> um, but so because oh, we had gone there, I think the ramen place was a subway at the time, <laughs> and so we'd gone like we were going to run down the street to get some food, and then the tattoo shop was right there. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna maybe I want a tattoo, and I walked in and I literally like. Flip through the book and like, oh, I kind of like this design. It's just this little tribal symbol thing. It means absolutely nothing to me, to anybody. It doesn't mean a darn thing. But I was like, it looks cool. How much to get this? And he's like, how big you want it? And I'm like, I don't know, about the same size as what's in the book. It's, you know, like three inches tall, like an inch and a half wide, like total. Yeah. And, and it was like, he was like 40 bucks or whatever. I'm like, do it. And I'm like... Like they should have known better than to tattoo a person in my condition, but whatever they did it, I have it. And so, at some point when I have the money to do it, I need to commission Raven to to draw a cover up to do that. Because what I want to have instead of just this stupid tribal symbol that the only thing it means is that I uh, drank too much once when I was 22. I want oh, I want a Eric, symbol I know of exactly. It means I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's tribal for what the f- did I just do? Um, yeah, basically, but I want to get her to do it because I love Raven's artwork and she does some fantastic stuff. And I want something that, you know, has my wife and my daughter's name in it and, uh, you know, like something that symbolizes each of them. You know, my wife loves roses and hippos and my daughter loves, uh, you know, some different things that, you know, so I, I want to work something like that into it. And have it all be like this design that like represents my family and actually represents something and cover up this stupid little tribal thing. But I need to yeah. have the money to commission her to to do some work and she needs to have the time uh, to take away from all the work she's already doing to take my silly commission. So. <laughs> Whew. I'm trying to think. Actually, it's so weird that you mentioned your tattoo. Um, because like, I actually I, I met up with uh Matthew, uh Megan, Owen, uh Derek and Lisa uh last night. We all went out for dinner. We actually went to the Silted Kilt, which again have not been to the Silted Kilt for a while, oh, and yeah. they've updated the outfits. Really? For better or yeah, worse. Yeah, they're like a sports. Um, I don't know if it's just because it, I don't know if it was because soccer was going on or still going on. I'm not sure. Don't pay attention. Um, uh, but like, yeah, they had like little like jerseys, tops, and then like kind of sport like booty short pants now or something like that. Oh, well, what's what's the point of tilted so, kilt if like they're the not are gone. wearing kilts? Uh, what what's that about? Um, we don't. I don't believe I, we have any tilted kilts out here. However, they are building a Twin Peaks out here. 
which I've heard is uh, equal in the view that you get and uh, might even have better food. Oh, wow. So... So I'll have to check that out and report back. I've seen the seen the commercials for it and whatnot, and I know where they're building. It's basically right up the road from me. So hey, maybe maybe it'll be open in September. Who knows? Maybe maybe we can check that out. Oh yeah. Um, I have to have to get that stuff going. I already have the day off. It's just the flight is like really. So I'm gonna see if I can try to do like makeup time or something like that because it's like I could fly out and get there um, Thursday night mm-hmm. um but it's like the i would like the it's like 328 is the flight and i would be leaving at three if i stayed like a full eight hours so i'm like uh, uh, maybe i should do some makeup time right so that's about it because the other one is if i do it on friday when i have off it the flight leaves i think it said i don't know if it was nine o'clock was like the earliest and then i wouldn't get there until like four or something yeah because you're gonna lose three hours on your way over, you know, it's a four hour flight plus the three hours you lose changing time zones. So, uh, you know, you leave in the morning, all of a sudden it's nighttime when you get here. Yeah. So, but yeah, so I'll look at some flights, get some ideas, but yeah, so I have the, I have the Friday off and I'll probably be flying back on Sunday. So that's why I was like, well, if I can get, if I can get, um, if I can leave on Thursday and get there Thursday night, then boom, we have Friday, Saturday, I'm gonna fly out Sunday, so right on. Yeah, that's that's gonna be awesome. Um, for those who don't know what the hell we're talking about, uh, Steve is gonna come and uh, visit me out here in uh, Adjective Toledo, Ohio, and uh, we're gonna go check out the Monroe Comic Con in Monroe, Michigan, which is like just a stone's throw away from me. I'm I'm technically in Ohio, but we are so close to Michigan that I literally could you know throw a rock uh, over the border. Um, and Monroe's just up the road. It's a real quick, quick, short thing. And uh, the Monroe Comic Con itself is only a one-day con. It's a smaller con. It's kind of like how Phoenix started out way back in the days of it being the uh, the Phoenix Cactus Con at the Mesa Convention Center way, way back in the day. Um, so, But they've got some, some pretty good people lined up for such a small convention. I mean... Uh, some, I know, yeah. Um, I was looking that over and I'm like, what? Yeah, they got some. They got some people from Power Rangers, so we might have to uh, get some get some signatures. Maybe talk to some of those guys uh, for the Ranger Command Power Hour. And uh, they, so they've got a couple of Power Rangers actors. Let's they've got a couple other that. people, and they've got a, a ton of uh, great artists. Who uh, you know, I'm I'm very interested to start making inroads with the the artist talent out here in this area, because you know, yeah, oh, nice. I know all these artists back in Phoenix, which is great, and I love them, but. You know, we've got a ton of great artists out here, too, that I'd love to start making those connections with and, uh, you know, start trying to, to build up a little bit of a network here that uh, maybe we can get some guests on to do shows like this or maybe they can come in and talk about about other stuff. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, if we're able to, we might be able to hit Cedar Point while you're out here, which will be awesome. Yeah. You told me that, and I was like, ooh, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. So, um, yeah, so, yeah, that's in the works and good to go. So I'll, I'll keep you posted once I finally go, okay, this is the flight that I need. So, but, yeah, that shouldn't be too difficult or whatnot. But, yeah, no, it's uh, – I'm trying to think. Um, uh, yeah, so 4th of July, um, it was weird having it on a Wednesday. Yeah. Um, but uh, how, how was yours? 
It wasn't. It wasn't too bad, actually. I was off. Um, it was not my holiday. Uh, I worked Labor Day this year because I. Yeah, we we switch off holidays. We only have six holidays throughout the year. I think it is, or is it eight that they recognize? Uh, whatever. But each year we switch off. Um, so if you were, you know, so basically like it kind of alternates. So if you worked Christmas last year, you'll have Christmas off this year, but that means you'll work Thanksgiving because you had Thanksgiving off the previous year, you know? So, so you switch off, they have certain people assigned to uh, holidays as opposed to like other jobs I've worked. They've had like the holiday hours, like posted, like, here's the shifts we need covered. If you want to work the holiday and get the extra pay, you sign up for it. If we don't get yeah. them all signed up for it, then we assign based on seniority or or whatever criteria they, they need to use to assign it. Um, at my work, they just, it just alternates. So if you need to get a holiday off, you have to trade with somebody else, which usually isn't a problem because there's almost always somebody who wants that double time and a half. So yeah, yeah. it's it's usually not hard to get a holiday off if you don't want to work it. Um, it can sometimes be harder to hang on to a holiday. Actually, sometimes people come to you and be like, "Hey, can I work your can I work your Labor Day? Can I work this? Can I work that?" And I'm like, "No, actually, I kind of need the money, so but I'm yeah, gonna go ahead and work it." Thinking about it, like if we had if we actually did have that option to like go in and work on Fourth of July, I probably would have because all I ended up doing here was. I think I like put some stuff away and hung some more stuff up and putting more things out and stuff like that. But I, I literally didn't go out and barbecue and do any, anything we, with anybody. I just was like at home and then I just got stuck watching. I literally watched uh fourth of July vine compilations going like, well, these people are having fun. <laughs> I watched people have fun on fourth of July. Um, you know, yeah, I, I had weird. a pretty good fourth, you know, I didn't have to work. So I was able to just kind of sleep in and not really have to get up super early. My schedule lately has been really, really thrown out of whack. Uh, we have quite a few people living in our house right now. We've got, we, we had some people come uh, to stay with us who were, were in need of a place to stay. And, you know, so we, we, we kind of brought them in to help them out and we're, we're working with them to, to get things organized and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, it, it, it's fine and everything. It's great actually, but we have two cars and three licensed drivers between seven people living in the house currently. So wow. it, transportation is becoming somewhat of an issue especially now so my uh my daughter's best friend who is basically a second daughter to us i mean she is as family as family can be without there being blood relations she is uh, awesome but she works eric i'm a just schedule gonna, that she, works i'm just gonna say this right now you may be an atheist but you sure are living like a mormon <laughs> like way too many people in your house. yeah <laughs> No sister wives or anything, though. Um, but uh, yeah, she got a job working. That, but it's all just... <laughs> she got herself a job where she's working at either seven in the morning or five in the morning, every you know the days that she works, and you know so it's like, even though I you know I work one p.m. to eleven p.m. the days I work, so I'm having to work one to eleven and then get up at four thirty in the morning the next morning just to drive her to work and then I come home and go back to bed for a little while. Then I get up a couple hours later to help uh, Amy get up and get ready for work and get her out the door. And then I go back to bed for a couple hours before I have to get myself up and get ready for work and go to work if it's wow. a day that I'm working. I, I I don't know how you do that, man. Like I look at my days like I've been doing like we have OT now, so we've got it down where we'll just do like our eight hours, extra eight hours, like one week. 
mm-hmm. and then the next week we have off like we don't do it so it's like normal so it's actually kind of like a good regimen or whatnot but even when i'm doing like i have a you know regular work time and then i do the ot it's like by t- like today i'm like i was like a wreck i was like oh god like i was like <laughs> not having it today well, luckily, I'm still only working – like, my work schedule is still just the 40 hours. And because I'm on the 410s, that does give me a little bit of leeway. What stinks about it is yeah. that because I'm on the 410s, I'm also every other weekend. And the weekend shifts really suck. Like, I work tomorrow and Sunday. And the thing is, my shift is 1 to 11 normally. That's my normal shift, 1 p.m. to 11 p.m. However, my Sunday shifts are 7.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. And that's coming off of the Saturday night one to eleven. Oh, so I have yeah. to work seven. I have to work one to eleven, and then turn around and come back at seven thirty for the next day's shift. And it sucks <laughs> when nope. you're working. And when you're I... used to second shift coming in, that like a seven thirty shift would normally not be that big a deal if that was my everyday shift. But just once every two weeks, I have to come in for that, and it's like oh. No, I know exactly what you're talking about. That used to happen to me all the time when I was working at my fucking old like employer one place. It was like we, I, they always make me close on most of the Saturdays. It's like, all right, but then they would always make me fucking open on Sundays. I'm like, are you serious? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, well, if you get home, you have a good solid eight hours of sleep. I'm like, fuck you. It's, so, it's like you know i'm gonna i'm not gonna just fucking come home and just like no, that's go not, to bed that's not the like, way it works not, like who does that yeah, yeah it's who the fuck does that no i'm gonna go home pop on some netflix and fucking detox for that fucking shit i just got put through on in retail so fuck you i have to come in at nine in the next morning when we closed at fucking one yeah they can't even claim that i could get eight hours of sleep between those two shifts because if you count it out between 11 and 7 30 there's only eight and a half total hours takes me half an hour to drive yeah. home and a half an hour to drive there. So that means there's only seven and a half hours that if I were to hit the bed and go to sleep the second I walked in the door and then got up literally the moment before I had to walk out the door, meaning not like slept in my clothes, didn't bother, you know, showering, brushing my teeth, doing anything, then I could get seven hours of sleep at the most. Um, and now, that would be like sacrificing all, you know, everything. So it's... It's crazy to me that I mean I I drink so much coffee on those Sunday mornings it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, um, fuck man. But I was gonna say um I, did you, have you ever thought about um like sleeping in your car? <laughs> I, I don't don't think I have it actually um either in my car or like just putting up one of those little like fold the cots or something in the office and just sleeping in the office because there's there's a third shift so people are there all night. Um, you know, only a couple of people work that third shift. Um, actually, there—I can't remember—is it Sunday night that there's not a third shift, or Monday or Saturday night? There's one night where they don't have a third shift. Oh, it's, but so you guys have three shifts at your place, then? Yeah, yeah. Uh, first shift is seven to three. So your second, second shift is three to eleven, and then eleven to seven is third shift over the overnights. Yeah, I'm on I'm on seconds oh, technically, um, but then because yeah, I'm, I'm on the tens, I'm on one to eleven, so I'm like part of my day is in first shift and then the rest of my day is in second shift, but, um, it's still kind of like, okay, it's, it's nuts. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it's been weird. You know, every day I have to look at the calendar, you know, we have a, we set up a family calendar between that on Google that all of us in the household share so that we can put our our schedules where, where, who has to be when. 
So I can yeah, look at I that and figure out. That, so. <laughs> so I can look at that and I can figure out, okay, on this day I have to be up at this time to take this person here. Then I have to be up again at this time to take this person here. And then I got to be up at this time to take this person here. And then I got to be up this time to get myself to work. And then, you know, because then there's doctor's appointments and there's, you know, other things, you know, there's, there's always these other things that are thrown in there. And, uh, it's just, it, it's, it's crazy sometimes, you know, I'll look at, um, you know, every now and then we'll hit a day that, uh, I, I call a unicorn day where I actually don't <laughs> have to get up until either my body or the dogs demand it. Um, it's very rare that that happens. Um, in fact, actually, I haven't had uh, one in quite a while. The, the closest we came was last Thursday when I only had to get up once to, to help my wife get ready for work. And then I got to go back to bed for, for the rest until I until I woke up on my own because I didn't have to work. But uh, oh, yeah, no, I like that. I'm stealing that, that unicorn <laughs> day because I was I've always do that. I always get now I come. I'm at work and I'm like, okay, what do I have to do this weekend? Do I have anything to do this weekend? I'm like, I got this, I got this, I got to do this, this and this. I'm like, do I actually have a free weekend? Is there something I'm not remembering? And then something will come up. I'm like, son <laughs> yeah. of a bitch. Yeah. Am I, do I actually have free time or have I just forgotten something? That's a constant yeah, worry I, of mine. Like anytime I find myself oh, with a moment to spare, I think, wait a minute. It, do I actually have this time? Am I actually free right now? Or have I forgotten something and 90% of the time I've, I've forgotten something. Yeah, no, which is, which is really funny. Cause it's like, I'm now trying to see, you know, I'm always setting aside cause I'm like, well, if I have nothing going on, I can finally play video games. And it's like, but if I start playing video games and I forget about something, then fuck, like, do I have to now? It's like, I have to make time for gaming now. It's just like, Holy shit. So it's like, I love the fact that it's like, I, I'm like, how did I used to do things like before I became an adult? Like when I was a teenager, I'd be like going, I'd be like going to work and then going to, going to school, going to work, hitting concerts, you know, doing all this stuff with my friends and stuff and still being like pretty like fucking active. And now I'm all like, and I got to do all this shit and got stuff to do, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm sneaking up on 40 next year. I'll be 40 and I can't even, like it just it what's really funny is, is it doesn't freak me out as much now that I'm closer last year we, we were at a wedding of of a family of a family member of ours and it just hit me suddenly like I was just sitting there no nobody else brought it up I was just sitting there kind of thinking to myself waiting you know while waiting for things to happen I was like holy crap I'm almost 40 what the hell and uh then you know my wife pointed out to me at the time i was only 38 so i wasn't almost 40 at that point she pointed out she's like actually you've got another year still i was like oh okay cool and she yeah, was all like so Why? you were so worried about it and then um now that i actually am almost 40 i'm like yeah okay whatever i mean it's just a number it is what yeah, it it's is like a, it's like a weird uh, weird thing with all that kind of because yeah I'm like I just keep remembering I'm like oh yeah I got a birthday and then it's like but in my head it's going like okay this year you're 34 next year you're gonna be 35 and then it's like oh my god you're five years away from 40 I don't know I, I guess it hits me in a weird kind of spot because I'm like I'm not really I'm not married yet no kids in the work or whatnot I'm not really at a great you know it's like the job's a job it's not a career it's like that weird like panic moment of like I haven't done shit 
except uh, podcast network that doesn't make any money. Yeah, that's right. I am not successful. We have love in our hearts, and that makes us <laughs> successful in life. I read that on a poster somewhere. I think I'm just going to go ahead and believe that it's true. <laughs> Uh, but to answer your question, yes, for the 4th of July, I grilled hamburgers and hot dogs and uh, went and watched fireworks. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show, kids. It's all, yeah, uh, you're right. We <laughs> went all over the place. But uh, what we're going to do is we're going to take a short um, uh, music break or whatnot. Of course, this musical break is brought to you by Amazon. But you don't go to Amazon. You go to the Sasquatch.net. Click on that Amazon banner and shop like you normally do. We'll get a little taste of you do. We're going to take a small uh, break, a musical break, and we'll be back uh, in a few. So, yeah. All right. Or maybe we'll be back a little sooner than we thought because I'm not hearing any music. I don't think it's coming through on the onto the actual uh, broadcast. I can hear the it's not coming through um, to, yeah, the, uh, to the to the broadcast thing, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's not coming through. It must not, it must not must not be transmitting through your Skype to my side. So hey, welcome uh, back. Welcome back to the podcast, folks. We'll go back to a break here in uh, just a moment. <laughs> um, I'll let you know if I start hearing something. Do you have it playing from a different device, or do you have it playing on the same computer? I was going to play my phone and see. Yeah, you have to play it through a different device plugged into the board, I think. If not, I can just throw some tracks. Oh, if that was the case. Okay, I would just have to grab the cord and uh, my have the adapter for my phone. Um, if you want to riff for a bit, I can totally do that. Well, I started hearing something there just for a second. Was that just speakers playing? Uh, it could have just been me talking. Hold on. What the fuck? Why is it not? <laughs> Why is my dad checking? <laughs> okay, my dad's tweeting me something. What is... When did I lose fucking control of this whole situation? <laughs> Everything's gone horribly yeah. wrong. <laughs> I've made a huge mistake. Um, I love how I still have music playing even better if it's not actually playing on the, on the show because now I'm just I'm... yeah because I can see on the uh, I have the, the, the speaker set up going in front of me and it shows me when there's sound like I definitely can't hear it and it would also show me if there was sound coming yeah. through so it's not coming through the Skype for whatever reason um, but uh, like I said if you want I can, I can throw some on real quick or uh, if you want to try to plug in your phone and do it that way you can do it that way too okay yeah there is no music playing right now so um i can always go ahead and grab that adapter real quick if you want to riff or if you just want to play music on your side i'll just throw some music on real quick uh guys we will be right back don't forget well while we're gone if you don't like the music that i play then feel free to uh leave us for a moment and go visit revengelever.com or uh foreyedradio.com and click on that amazon go check out those prime deals after clicking on our our Oh, that's right. That kicks off on uh, geez, they've uh, the already, 16th. They've already started um, some oh, of it. So, yeah, they yeah they, they already started some of it. Priming? I've been going in every day and doing the um, the giveaways, like entering the uh, giveaways. 
um, you know, they're supposed to start announcing the winners of that. I think I think some of the winners started getting announced uh, yesterday, if not, um, they're they're coming up. So um, they're they're coming. They're they're. I'm hoping. I entered a whole bunch of things. Some of them were like really good things, and some of them were like really cheap things. Evidently, anybody who sells something on Amazon is able to actually go ahead and um, like do a do a giveaway. So there's a whole bunch of when you start scrolling down, when you get past all the good stuff, you find a lot of um, like Amazon, like Kindle only books written by self-published like authors who are only publishing through Amazon. And you can see like their, their covers look like they were made in MS paint. Um, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty funny actually. Some of the things that they're like, you know, give enter this giveaway. I'm like, do I really need to enter a giveaway for a 99 cent book download? Or could I just, uh, save myself the pain and suffering and not do that because that sounds terrible. <laughs> um, so I've, I've got some tracks lined up. Uh, it looks like we've got about uh, just a little over 10 minutes worth. So we will catch you guys back here in just a little bit. Uh, hang out and listen to the music or go visit those websites. We will be back.
smile at me I heard a melody It haunted me from the start Something inside of me Started a symphony Sing with the strings of my heart T'was like a breath of spring I heard a robin sing About a nest set apart All nature seemed to be In perfect harmony Sing with the strings of my heart Your eyes made sky seem blue again What else could I do again But keep repeating through again I love you, love you I still recall the thrill I guess I always will I hope we'll never depart Dear, with your lips to mine A rhapsody divine Sing with the strings of my heart
welcome everybody to the second half of the show. Hope everybody enjoyed the music and uh, all that fun technical stuff before the music when we were trying to figure out our lives. Wait, what are we doing? <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah, it was it was some interesting interesting stuff going on there, but we figured it out. We, we managed uh, to we get it. it out. Well, or did you figure it out? out. Yeah, one way or the other, it got outed and figured. Figured. Got outed and fingered. Gotcha. Yep. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, so. Uh, so you finally got to see um, Incredibles 2. I did see Incredibles 2. Uh, definitely worth watching. Um, I don't. It's hard to say it was worth the wait. But then again, can you, I mean, really, it's like, what does that mean? Does that mean like, oh, you know what? You made me wait too long. I'm not going to bother watching it. No, of course not. You're going to watch it. Um, and you should watch it. If you like The Incredibles, you'll like The Incredibles too. No, it is not as good as the first. But that is a very, very high bar to be set. So um, to try to compare it to the first one is just is just crazy. Uh, but I do like the fact that it basically picks up right where they left off. You know, you literally you start the movie right at right where the where the uh, first movie ends, and uh, it picks up from there and and goes. And it's just a very very well done movie. It's fantastic. Loved hearing all the voices back uh, who were there. A little sad. Uh, the director had to do the voice of Edna Mode because the original actress that did Edna Mode uh, had died between wait what yeah yeah the the actress who played edna mode in the origin in the first one uh, has passed away so the director i thought brad bird was always, i no. thought the director was always the voice of uh her the designer chick yeah yeah no no she she was a different actress uh, she was actually a I, different actress I, that, thought, I thought the woman who passed away was the one who was like um syndro's uh like assistant's uh, they that might be also, but I know Edna Mode was the was one. Um, trying to uh, think if there was anybody else. I'm gonna take a quick look here. Um, through the magic of science, I'm going to use the internet to settle this dispute. Um, there's no dispute. I'm just confused. That's all. <laughs> um yeah wow 14 years between movies <laughs> unbelievable um but let's see here so in the incredibles in 2004 the cast here we go blah 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 everybody else is the same oh why did it why did it scroll so far so fast don't do this to me um cast da, 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 da. And then I have to click see full cast because, of course, it doesn't want to give me everything right away. Um, uh, let's see here. Oh, no, it does have Brad Bird cast as Edna Mode. That's, that is not what I was told. Oh, my gosh, I've been, giving false, been given false information. <coughs> yeah, who gave you that information? <laughs> so, who, wait, wait, who died then? Who was it then? Uh, the one who played his... I'm trying to remember who the... Uh, so we had uh, um, uh, Buddy Pine the Syndrome, assistant. and then um, 
So who was the assistant? What was what was her? Did she have a name? Sandra. I'm trying to remember what her name was because that's who she thought she was having an affair with. Um, we got uh, Mirage. Does that sound right? Yeah, was that in Mirage? I'm looking at the first. I'm looking at the first movies casting. Yeah, that's what and, I'm yep, looking at there too. There she is, Elizabeth Payne, 1959 to 2014. Okay, so wow, somebody lied to me. I believe them, and now I've spread disinformation about the world, and I apologize for it. I do not want so, to be Jenny McCarthy here. I own my mistakes, and I retract my statements when I'm wrong. So, Eric, when it comes when it comes to questions like that, if someone tells you something and it has something to do with voice acting or any obscure cartoon or whatnot, if you want to check your sources, you can literally hit me up, and I'll give you the fact. Because Matthew... If he was on the show right now, he'd be all like, oh, Steve's always right, because he'd do that. I will be like, oh, that movie came out in such and such, and he does the thing and checks it. So, yeah, I, I could have, because I'm like, no way. I just had this discussion. I'm like, yeah, it's, everyone's like, oh, I love the woman who does her voice. I'm like, no, that's the director, Brad Bird. He's the voice of her, and everyone's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's like the same thing with, like, Monster um, Inc. Like, uh, Roz was uh, voiced by, I think, the director of that as well, where he's like, oh, Wazowski, you know. <laughs> Um, like some of the everyone's favorite like characters are just people who worked on the movie and was just doing a bizarre voice for like that character and they're like oh no we like this this is what we're gonna use you know yeah it's 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 crazy sometimes because you know almost anybody can be a voice actor if they happen to to hit the right sound for what they're looking for so that you know you don't have to have the look with acting you have to have the voice and the look and the skill. With voice acting, you just have to have the sound and uh, be able to read, I guess. <laughs> uh, the good ones can do a lot of different things, but for just one part yeah. in one, you know, one small part in one thing, yeah, you know, just do a funny voice and read the lines, and you're good to go. You're not going to make a career out of it that way. If you want to make a career out of it, you're going to have to be able to do multiple things with your voice and act, like actually act with your voice and that sort of thing. But you know, yeah. So, um, yeah, I did see The Incredibles 2. another episode recommend. of Life Help with Eric. Yeah, so, hey, that's 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 what I'm saying. Um, so, welcome back to, hey, I'm Eric, and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to talk to kids and <laughs> dreams. We're going to talk to kids and dreams? About yeah. about about drugs and ponies for about, no reason whatsoever. Yeah, about drugs and ponies and fucking unicorns. Don't do ponies, boys and girls. No. Don't do ponies. They're all like, uh, yeah, we're gonna have to cancel this. You can ride the drugs if you need built. to, but wait, I think I have something mixed up. Uh, <laughs> so um, now, you guys, since since I've been gone, you guys have organized the show a little bit more than when uh. I was there. You got some kind segments. Of. Did you have um, any? Yeah, we do have some segments. Nothing's added to it though, because um, we haven't updated. Usually, we've had some guests on, or um, Matthew and I just kind of feel how we're doing this week, kind of catch up, maybe give some advice uh, to one another, or just kind of like dive into weird shit. We we've been doing a lot of music stuff towards the end of the show we'll get on a kick where uh him and i have just been going back and forth with like what we're listening to this week what did we discover this week um i've been doing this thing called covers corner mm-hmm. where i will find cover songs um that i feel are uh 
I never will ever say a cover song is better than the original, but it's like on par almost because like the band took it and they put their own spin on it and stuff like that. So we, we've had some of those discussions. Um, it's been kind of interesting, but yeah, no, we don't really, we try to have structure, but I mean, it's us. So it always goes off the road. I mean, we're still looking for another uh, guest host to kind of come in and chill with us or whatnot. But uh, since both of us moved and, all this stuff, but now I'm having fun kind of setting up the studio, figuring out where I want to put stuff and kind of design it. So yeah, it's yeah. kind of funny because it's split down the middle now where I like, I have my office and then it's like, boom, studio stuff. So right on. Yeah. I love, that was one of my favorite things about uh, when I came out here and was able to, to get my studio set up and set it up and leave it and, you know, have that yeah. permanent space or, or at least permanent as long as we, we are living here. And, um, you know, just, knowing that at a moment's notice i can literally i can record anything i don't have to oh you know and i've got to get out the board and i've got to get all the cables and i've got to set everything up and get ready to record and all this stuff no i'm i'm yeah. set up and ready to go pretty much any time i just got to turn stuff on um you know, yeah if, and that's what i really enjoy about it too it's like i can basically the only thing i ever need to move really is my laptop and that just goes right on my desk if i'm like doing something other than podcasting but yeah i love like on the studio thing it's funny because i'm actually looking at stuff going like okay well put some stuff up you know and things like that but then i i set the seating up a little different this time around because i had to kind of like the table right in the middle of the room and i was like well let me move it over you know mess around with some stuff see what i can do but i even figured out if i decide um we get like another couch or whatnot i could probably take an old couch and put it up here on the back wall so then guests can actually sit on a couch right uh stuff like that so it's 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 kind of cool but yeah i thought i saw i have a place where i'm gonna put a mini fridge because going up and downstairs just for beers during the show is kind of <laughs> aggravating um but yeah no it's fun um remembering all the artwork i have and stuff like that like i have a bunch of like raven prints so i'm like oh okay i can start putting those up different places and stuff it's just just kind of cool and interesting and uh fun just having like that extra like room you know you can kind of do whatever you you want or whatnot so yeah, the extra space is amazing. Um, you know, I had to basically wall off a little corner in my basement, but it still it gave me a space that's that's mine. And uh, you know, sometimes I'll come down here and just just sit down here for a few minutes just to kind of uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it meditation, but it kind of feels that way. Like I'll just sit. I won't even do anything. I won't even turn anything on. I won't look at the computer. I won't be on my phone. I won't be doing anything. I'll just be kind of zoned out just sitting in my in my studio chair uh, you know i got myself a nice little task chair from costco that i really like and uh <laughs> i'll just sit in my little chair and just kind of uh just just appreciate life you know you know what i mean oh my god that's so funny that you fucking say that because i've been doing that too like a saturday morning like i'll go downstairs get a cup of coffee or something like that come upstairs and i would just come into the office area just sit at my desk and i don't even have like the laptop there or anything like that and there's really like there's like my pop vinyls on that side of the wall a little bit i can look at and kind of thing and i just kind of sit there for a little bit and just kind of think about it like okay what do i got going on today and just kind of like have this nice little you know private kind of space of just like <sighs> like it's just like a, it's a very zen yeah very zen moment yeah, it, it's just uh, even if it's just a minute or two of your day, I, I feel everybody should take a minute or two at some point in the day and just do nothing but just just be for just a moment. You know, hey, we're getting into deep, deep thoughts here. Um, we'll get back to the dick and fart jokes soon enough here, guys. Don't worry. But for just a moment, just give yourself that minute. Oh, there they are. You know, <laughs> but, moment over. Boop, 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 boop. <laughs> 
Yeah, sometimes no, yeah, sometimes I'll do it down the studio. Sometimes I'll do it outside. You know, I'll sit out, sit out on my porch and and just be out there with a cup of coffee. And you know, especially if I'm in the morning, if it's one of those days when I have people to run around and I look at the schedule, I'm like, okay, there's no point in me lying back down between now and when I have to get ready for work. So I might yeah. as well be up. But there also isn't enough time for me to actually get anything else done. It's like I couldn't even get a little laundry going right now. Like I couldn't even do anything else. So I'm going to get a cup of coffee. I'm going to sit outside and just just be. Yeah, just have a moment, you know? Yeah. But uh, I, mean, I did like, notice hey, I was looking in the show notes, yeah, and I see that you have a great. section about uh, games and, and such that you're you're playing currently. And you know I'm not usually much of a uh, gamer, but I did want to, uh, if we wanted to do that segment, I uh, do have something that I, I do have a game that I'm kind of addicted to at the moment. Oh yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be awesome. Uh, of course, some of the games that are listed I haven't touched in a while. Um, I did play a little, little bit of Destiny 2. Won't bore you with the details. I'm actually really intrigued. Um, uh, actually, this is a good question. I am very curious what you're going to tell you, but I, I might. I know. I I don't know how soon you could get one, but this might be actually an opportunity to kind of get one. But uh, were you a fan of like the old school like Super NES like RPGs? Um. I was a huge fan of Chrono Trigger. Um, beyond that, okay. I don't know that I played any of any others, but okay, so Chrono Trigger was awesome. This, this, yeah, there's this new game that just dropped like today on the Switch. Um, it's basically those graphics. It's like very old school 16-bit style graphics with like a little bit of a twist, like they added like. But it's very cool effects, very basic and stuff. But it's an RPG. It's mm -hmm. by SquareSoft uh, again. You know, well, not Square Enix, but SquareSoft. So already it's like. Oh, Oh, no. um, it's like this, like, it's called Optic Path Travels. And I guess you have, like, eight characters on your team, then you switch back between them and whatnot and try to finish, like, whatever their epic story is, plus whatever the main story is going on and whatnot. Um, I was just playing a little bit of the demo, and I was like, holy crap, this is amazing. But, um, yeah, that's basically the newest thing. I'm, I was playing the demo for a little bit, and I'm really thinking i might be buying it tonight right after the show <laughs> um <laughs> but uh but yeah no if uh i would say go ahead and check out some of the videos in fact i think i sent some over in the arcade bros thing um like somebody did a little bit review i mean it looks really intriguing really took me back to that time period of just like holy shit i am like summers renting an rpg and just fucking just that that was my summer i'm like i'm gonna beat this uh, kind of thing but okay so what what are you playing then so i've been playing there, there's two games on my i'm it, mobile only because that's i don't have any consoles or anything set up so I, yeah. I, i'm all i'm all mobile all the time but i have been playing the hell out of but star you, trek you timelines really i i, like I i'm right now i'm uh, completely addicted to star trek timelines i am on this app every single okay, day okay star trek yeah, it's called Star Trek Timelines. It's a free app, although you know, obviously it has in-app purchases that you can you can get if you need. Um, but you can play for free. Um, you just can't really, you know, you can't get as far completely free. But I've been playing for a while now, so it's like, you know, as long as you keep going and getting in there every day and doing it, it's really a cool thing. If you're a Star Trek fan at all, it's really awesome because basically what they the the premise of the game is that. Q decided to play around and opened up every timeline from every show and comic and movie that has ever existed all at the same time. 
So there's multiple versions of different characters available. There's, you know, TOS characters, TNG characters, Discovery characters, like all of these different characters are available to play. All of these different ships are available to play. And there's several different uh, game modes. They have the, the space battles where you, you fight ship against ship. And that's uh, some of that is P2P. Some of it is just against the computer for um, some like the, the missions and things they have uh, supply. They have these missions where you, you send a shuttlecraft off to do something and it takes a few hours and then you get goodies back when it's done. And then they also have like the actual like story based mission where you're going, you know, you have to pick an away team out of your crew and send them off to go do a specific task and try to get points that way and build up your your build up your people build up your crew and get them to the point where where they're immortalized and once they're immortalized you can choose to either keep them in your crew or you can cryo freeze them for later to open up a spot on your crew roster um, right now i have 194 characters in my crew um, and they range all over the place i've got some people i've got multiple versions of the same person but from different timelines or different storylines in the game in in the series um you know just it's 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 crazy how many different characters there are and uh there's more than 500 characters in the game currently um so i don't even have half of the people that are there (laughs) but like you know just taking a quick look like i'm taking a quick look here and like uh captain archer from the from enterprise i have four different versions of him I have the EV suit archer, <laughs> which is the him in the EV suit when he had to go outside the ship to fix the ship. I have mirror archer from the one mirror episode where they showed what was going on in the mirror universe. Um, and then I have North star archer where he dressed up in the cowboy gear from that, uh, from that. And then I have the Zindi prisoner archer where, where he was a prisoner of the Zindis for a while. So I'm you know, like, just looking at that, I've got, I've got, four different versions of that guy i've got four different versions of barkley <laughs> including the protomorphosis <laughs> barkley when he was uh devolving into some sort of weird uh lobster thing or, or something i don't know um but yeah it's it's pretty fun and it's one of those games where you can jump okay, on it starts i was at... just saying like I'm, like i'm really i kind of like this i think it's kind of cool it's kind of like it's kind of like actually it's like what a lot of um in fact power rangers is now doing it in the comic book area where they're like it's the whole split dimensions of every single timeline of power rangers where there's this crazy like tommy character that's murdering people but the, like I, I like that kind of idea where it's like all those worlds kind of collide uh and then you get to like you know oh i get to not just play with the old cast i get to play with pretty much everybody in the toy box yeah, exactly. Like any character that ever existed in any of the shows, any of the movies, or even the comics. You know, we have like the mirror, um, the the mirror next generation people. They never did a next generation episode in the mirror universe, but they have done comics of next generation mirror universe, and some of those characters are available. So it's it's really pretty cool, and some of the characters are, you know, they range from they have common, they have five different levels of characters with you know, arranged by stars. A one star character is a common character. Two stars, uncommon. Three is rare. 
uh, for a super rare, and then your five stars are your legendaries. So those are obviously harder to get, and when you do get them, they start out at only one star, and you have to try to increase their star level to get the most potential out of them. But yeah, so you, you get to, you know, at any given time, you can jump in, you can play for a few minutes, or if, you know, if you want to, you can end up spending quite a lot of time just playing the game for a while. Um, it's really addicting, but really fun. And then the other one, I don't know if you've seen this game. I saw an so, ad it, for a copycat. Yeah, What's that? No, that was just about to. That's what I was about to ask. I was like, okay, so there's a Star Trek game, and then what's the what's the second one? So the other one, I don't know. It, this is one that's been around for a little while because I know I've seen ads for copycats of it, and I tried to find the. I guess it's the original. But uh, have you seen Bricks and Balls? It's similar to the old Brick Breaker style games where you you bounce the ball to, okay, to break okay. the bricks. Except, I was, okay, I know the Brick Breaker game, but I don't know Brick to Ball is what pretty much probably the same thing well no what it is actually it's a little bit different what it is you start out with all these bricks in the um in the in the form on the screen and you have a certain number of balls and you shoot the balls in a line you angle them and then you shoot all the balls just shoot in a row and mm. each of the bricks has a number on them and that number is how many times it has to be hit by a ball to disappear and so the, uh, the ball just, you shoot the ball and you try to angle them so it bounces because once the ball hits the ground again, it's done. It doesn't bounce anymore. And then each turn, uh, and once all your balls return, then everything shifts down one. And if you get to the point where it shifts down and you still and it hits the bottom, then you lose and you have to start the, the level over. Um, uh, and it can, be some, it can be just really addicting to just sit there and watch because you just shoot the ball and it just bounces and just all over the screen you're watching the bricks you know it's count down like a, it's like a it's a cross between uh the yeah the the brick and uh mortar the ball game and then the uh like space invaders with it dropping down that's kind of cool i like that that's interesting yeah i would check it out it's a free app um i i i'm sure it's probably available on iphone as well it's called bricks and balls uh, and I, balls might be spelled with a z let me take a quick look here I don't remember now. Yeah, no, no, it's not. It's bricks in balls. So it's bricks n, the letter n balls, and it. I mean, it's super oh, fun. Uh, I'm on a level. I'm on level hardcore. 190 right now. So I've been playing it for a little, and, and I've only been playing for like two weeks. <laughs> you know, and it's one of those ones where you don't Damn. run out of lives or like power or energy or something like that. So it's not like one of those ones where after a while you have you it doesn't let you play unless you unless you pay more money or something like that it has ads if you don't do the ad free version that's the you know payment like when you lose a level there's an ad before you continue to to try again um or you can pay the you know like 3 bucks or something like that to get the ad free version but there's no like energy limitation so you can literally sit there play like i've sat there playing and not realized that three hours passed <laughs> just the stupid little mobile game and the only reason i even noticed that time had passed is because all of a sudden my phone's notifying me that my battery's low and i'm like oh 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 crap i'm like what time is it <laughs> it's one o'clock in the uh, morning what the fuck am i doing yeah, with my life? <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't really sat down and uh, played too much uh, the one game i did play and i actually i i'm this is a game that i'm probably 
I'm probably going to try to pretty much beat and then talk about it like on uh, one of the Arcade Bro things I was talking about, just doing a retrospect on this thing. So there's a game that was on the classic NES because I finally got my hands on one of those. Um, and it's uh, it's got 30 games. So there's a game in there that I've never heard of. And I think it came out in 1980. <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. 80, 83. And uh, I think it's called uh, Star Tropic. Hmm. And it's this game. It was actually made by Mattel. All right. So yeah, it's very it's very interesting. Basically, it's got this RPG aspect to it. So you like land on this island, and like you find out your uncle's like the scientist, and like he's been kidnapped, and you have to go save him. Of course, everybody else on the fucking island is useless. You're like, really? Like the one guy's like, here's your weapon. It's a fucking yo-yo. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Anyways, classic games. Uh, <laughs> But then you go into, like, the actual, quote-unquote, like, dungeon kind of mm -hmm. area, and the gameplay kind of changes. It's a little bit of, like, a top-down kind of Legend of Zelda style, except your character can kind of jump, and it's very puzzle-solving. And then got to, like, the first boss and was like, oh, shit, this is actually kind of, like, intense. I have to kind of, like, jump out of the way of it shooting fire when it opens its mouth, but I have to jump in front of it to throw, like, fire into its mouth to kill it. Like, it was just kind of unique, like, for a game that came out in 1983. Um, and a game, apparently, that I'm pretty sure it's probably big, but this is the first time I'm hearing about it, which I think is kind of interesting. So I hope to have a little bit more of a develop on that. But, yeah, I've been playing that old school, like, Nintendo system, and they got really good games on it. But it's just crazy, like, again, like, playing those games, like, holy crap. But I'm happy. It has Super Mario Brothers 3. Uh, so AKA the best be Super Mario Brothers. Oh, yeah. Um Remember else, but yeah, no, haven't really, haven't really sat down and played any video games, but I'm very intrigued by that, that, that new RPG. Kind of like the, yeah, I, I miss those old freaking uh, ball games, man. Like, uh, so I, I think I'll check that out definitely because I've, I've always been fun with those. Like, I, I, I could sit there for hours just like playing that on my phone, like not even giving like two shits, or even when they had them on the computer, uh, like the free game like that and like Solitaire and yeah. Minesweeper. Ooh, I almost forgot about Minesweeper. I, I played some Minesweeper the other day, and I was like, it's surprising how quickly you forget how to play Minesweeper. <laughs> like, I was sitting there, I was like, Minesweeper, this is easy. And you know, I'm like, okay, yeah, that touches it. So this one's not a, oh, nope. Oh, yeah, okay, because this one over here, like, I was sitting there playing it like, oh, man, I totally forgot how to play this game. I used to be really good. Yeah, I used to be so able to do, like, the big board with, like, a ton of them. And, like, the only way I would lose is if I accidentally clicked on a bomb the first click. I hated that so much. Because, like, well, like you have to pick one at random. Was there any way to really, like, figure out that game, or was it just, like, guessing? There were some times that you had to make a guess. You, you'd get to a point where it was a 50-50 shot, and there was no way to determine, especially when you had, when you were in the higher levels, when you had the bigger board with a lot of them, with a lot of bombs. Yeah. But for the most part, it was, especially if you stayed in the easier medium modes, you can definitely beat that game every single time unless you click on a bomb your first click. Mm. Or if um, occasionally you'll click on the very first, because you remember how it works. You click on the, th the the tile, and it gives you a number, and that yes. number tells you how many bombs that tile is touching. And if that tile is touching no bombs, then it clears all the tiles around it until it gets to some tiles that have numbers. 
Uh, wow. Okay, so um, now I know how to play Minesweeper. <laughs> no idea what any of that meant, and you just explained it to me, and now like I feel like I've peaked in life. There you I'm, go. There I, you go. I, I, I might be. I might start crying right now. I've. Uh, that's that's. That's that's what the older generation, like myself, is here to pass down to you, the younger generation, <laughs> the tips and like tricks I, of Minesweeper. <laughs> I feel like no, you just explained how you fucking played it because I would always click and be like one. I'm like, oh, was that? I always assumed they were points, but then I realized there was no really like point counter kind of thing. I don't know. Anyways, I'm trying to remember Minesweeper. I know what it looks like and I can remember everything, and I can't remember if that's just telling you how many mines are in the thing or if that's actually scores. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like if I died and if there is a god and he's like, I'm going to teach you the meaning of life. I'm like, fucking Eric Duty, always, he already taught me. It's Minesweeper. <laughs> it's and God's going to be like, fuck, man. Seriously? Damn. Everybody thinks it's the Hokey Pokey, but no, even... it's fucking Minesweeper. It's mine fucking sweeper. Just learning how to play it. Now I'm like going to see if my computer actually has it. I might just go, If not, there, there are several mobile versions. I'm addicted to. There are several mobile versions available for free, so if your computer doesn't have it, uh, you know, pick it up on mobile a, fr a okay, free app on your phone. I'm going to be on the couch. I'm going to go order like a shit ton of Mountain Dew and relive <laughs> my uh, 1995 Friday nights. Don't forget the uh, the pinball game, the old Windows pinball game. Oh, yeah, game. it'll be the pinball game. Oh, no, it sweetens even more, Eric. Not only is it there's the pinball game, uh minesweeper there's also i'm going to add to the mix because this these this was my i would say 93 to 95 friday nights mm. uh in elementary school my friend during the summer uh we'd be playing some twisted metal 2 on the playstation uh maybe switch it up with some old school games maybe some uh killer instinct on the super nintendo but all blasting the entire time my friend is some weird owl <laughs> yes oh i and love weird owl what was like growing up in the 90s kids boom oh. Weird Al is still awesome. Um, he was he was out on tour this year, and no, um, I missed him. I we were well. I was thinking about going and seeing him. Um, my my brothers in law are both going. They went last year and they did the full meet and greet package. Oh, like, wow. So they got to go backstage after the show, go go see him, get something signed, take a picture with him, all that fun stuff. But this tour, he's doing only his original. He's he's not doing any of his parodies. So I'm oh. like, well, I do like his originals. They're fun. I don't want to pay as much as it costs for a Weird Al concert these days to go see only that. So if I'm if I'm only ever going to go to one Weird Al concert yeah. in my in my life, it's not going to be this one. So and because the tickets were kind of stupid expensive, and I don't remember if it was in Detroit or Cincinnati or Cleveland, but it was somewhere near us that he was coming through. And I, and I think those guys are still going because um, I don't think they I don't think he's gotten here yet. But, um, yeah, they asked me, they're like, hey, you want you, you don't want in? We're going to buy tickets. They're like 60 something dollars a piece. I'm like, eh, no, no, not for this tour. Like if he comes back and does a regular tour again where he does like like last year, he did the tour. He, he does all his parodies and he does costume changes between songs like oh, he comes yeah, out like, and does you know the saga Gaga begins concert. and he comes out in jedi robes and then he does you know i'm fat and comes out in the fat suit like fat like suit. seriously like that is some but, production value uh, and that i would pay 60 something you know i'd pay like 100 bucks to go see that um i think they paid i don't even know what they paid for the for the vip meet and greet package or whatever but um, uh, but I was actually, I was just going to say, uh, that's actually kind of interesting him going around doing like his originals. Cause I do like a lot of his originals. Is there like a particular original, like you like of his, 
I um, figured like we can do some Weird Al talk on the show because I know Matthew. He knows of Weird Al, but he, I know he's not like that's like he's not like us. He's not like oh my god, that's my that's a staple. Like that was a staple in my fucking childhood. Matthew looks- again, it's a lot cooler than me growing up. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're nerds. He was always the cool kid. He only joined us nerds later on in life. Um, no, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I always believe that Matthew's a nerd, but he got to a certain point where he's like, no, I re- he rose above the nerdness of the in, in like the high school area, and because I didn't know him in elementary school, I only knew him in uh, high school. I didn't know middle school either, so I don't know. But he ra- rose to a cool. I think it's just his personality. He just discovered like he has probably a great personality and just boom. People are like, oh, I like you. I like talking to you. You're cool. Oh, you like good music. Yeah. And he's all like, yeah, not like those kids. I fucking hate there, people like that. Just, I'm just kidding. Love you, man. They're just awesome um, and make friends easy and shit. Fuck those people. <laughs> just kidding, man. We love you. Um, but yeah, no, <laughs> my favorite Weird Al original has to be Dare to be Stupid. That is my all-time favorite. I I, I love that Dare one. Dare to be Stupid. Dare to be Stupid. Hell yeah. And then funny, um, I have a I have a couple one. I love uh since you've been gone, is that the one? Uh yes, yes. Um yes, I love that one too. Or no, um, is it one more moment or one more minute or something like that? Oh yeah, one more minute with you. That's, yeah, that was yeah, it. that's another one. That's another one on the top of my list for sure. Absolutely. When he lists all the things yeah, he would like, rather do than be spend one oh, more minute with you. The, yeah, that's <laughs> I love that one. You know, yeah, no, I don't. Also, yeah, I, like, I don't uh, not like his originals. I just I, I love the parodies too, and I'm like, if he's was it what I, I said, I don't not like the original. It's not that I don't like the originals. It's just that if I'm gonna go to a Weird Al concert, I want to hear the staples too. You know, I want to hear the parodies because that's what I that's what I that's oh, what yeah. made him famous. That's what made him big, and that's what still. Like, um, I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't gotten a new album yet. Like, it seems about time, doesn't it, for a new Weird Al? Well, when was his last one came out? Was that in 2000, was it 14 or 15? Oh, I, I feel like it was even before. That wasn't it, 13? Jeez. Oh, man. Well, I'm trying to, oh, you know, I love, I just had all of his, like, stuff pulled up on Spotify, and then I closed it because I didn't think I was going to be grilled. Um, I'm going to go... I want to say 2014. Okay, so the last album. one that came out was Mandatory Fun. Yes. And that, that came out in 2014. 14. Boom. Yeah. So you were correct. Yeah, because like, yeah, he was like, basically, he had a pretty big gap. It was like, uh, yeah, he did Bad Hair Day, which happened in 1996. And then he didn't do anything until 1999. And then he was gone again, 2003, 2006, 2011. And yeah, the latest one has been 2014. So yeah, it's been about... Yeah. When, when he was years. early in his career, he was putting them out, cranking them out pretty quick. You know, the first yeah, album was released see, in The 83. first one came out in 1983. Yeah, the next one was 1984, 1985. That's going to be stupid. And then he skipped uh, one uh, 1986, year. 1988. And then it started getting a little... Well, you, you went between... Well, I mean, if you count UHF, the original motion picture soundtrack, which I don't know if I'd count that necessarily as a full that album. That came out but in 1989, and then he finally had his, movie, like, kind Love of it. break. And then he came out with Off the Deep End in 1992, 
And then after that was Alapalooza in 1993. And then he didn't do anything until, th- and then three years after that, 1996. Yeah, then he started having the big breaks. He had three years between Alapalooza and Bad Hair Day, four years, or three years between Bad Hair Day and Running with Scissors, four years between that and Poodle Hat, another three years before Straight Out of Linwood, and then five years before Alpocalypse, and three more years before Mandatory Fun. So, yeah, we're due oh, yeah, a Weird Al album. Al, yes, we know you're listening. So you think he's listening? <laughs> we know you're listening, Al. It's time. Um, and don't make it an entire album of your originals. <laughs> no, you, you know what he's going to do. He's going to make an entire album just for. He's going to make an entire album just for us. It's just going to be parroting every like one of our like different episodes. <laughs> I would buy that. And not gonna lie, I would embrace that. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Uh, like, you ever heard? Uh, I, I do like the tr- like. I was thinking of like all of his original tracks. I do like like the track like Hardware's Hard Hardware Store. I think mm-hmm. it's pretty good. No, yeah, he's got some great originals, and I love the fact that his originals are done in uh, a style that was reminiscent. You know, like it wasn't a straight parody of a particular song, but it was usually a parody of a style of song. You know, like he did. Um, uh, what was the song? I think it had something to do with hats that he did. Like it was totally a Devo song, but it wasn't actually a direct parody of a Devo song. But like, if you listen to it, if you didn't hear Weird Al's voice, you'd think it was Devo, you know, that, that, that sort of thing. And like most of his originals are like that, where they're a parody of a style of song, as opposed to a parody of an individual song. Yeah. Oh, so. But yeah, so I'm guessing we'll probably be getting a probably a new album from him right now. Well, if he's doing a tour right now, he's probably building up steam. So people are like, yeah, fucking weird out. Yeah, because he rolled through here. It was weird because it was a two night show. There was a two not for him. There was a two concerts were happening that night. Uh, Taylor Swift had two shows back to back. When Weird Al was playing on one of the same nights she was, and when I heard that, I was like, I didn't know he was. I would have fucking gone. I was kind of bummed. Like Matthew went to Taylor Swift. And I really wanted to be like, hey, Matthew's at Taylor Swift. And I'm like, I'm at Weird Al, you know. <laughs> uh, my daughter and, and uh, you know, essentially foster daughter Cameron got to go see uh, Justin Timberlake when he was in uh, Detroit just, uh, just a few months back. Nice. Um, yeah, uh, the, uh, the people my wife works for had tickets and were going and they're like, we got, uh, you know, we got two extra tickets. We got four tickets. We're going. And they offered to take us, but I was working, and uh, Amy wasn't up for the the trip. She'd been working all day, so it's like, well, uh, the girls might want to go, and you know, so they got to go. I'm like, I would have gone if I wasn't working. I would have been there in a heartbeat. Like one of the girls could suck it, and <laughs> I'd be like, I'm going. <laughs> Damn. JT man, hell yeah. I would, I would, I would be all over but, that concert. Uh, I figure Eric. Um... <clears throat> Why don't you? Why don't you actually? What actually? What have you been working on? Like, uh, you you do a few podcasts uh, since you moved to Ohio. Uh, where can people find you if they're looking for maybe some new podcasts to listen into on the show and whatnot? Uh, and then, uh, and then, actually, do you have any plans this weekend as well? Uh, well, this weekend I work. Unfortunately, it's one of those stupid weekends. So, uh, one to eleven tomorrow, seven thirty to five thirty on Sunday. Yippee fun. Um, 
But uh, yeah, no, we do have some podcasts in the works. Um, we, we've been recording uh, Ballpark Bros here in the studio up until recently. They did go on a little bit of a hiatus, uh, some scheduling conflicts uh, between everybody, trying to get everybody in the studio at the same time, especially with my work schedule having changed because they used to work 3 to 11. So now it's like they had to come earlier if it was a day that I had to work so that they, they could get done in time for me to get ready for work. And it just became, you know, there was a whole huge scheduling nightmare. So we've been working on how to figure that out and get Ballpark, ballpark Bros back going. I do have a couple of shows that I want to get running. Um, we, we've got kind of there is still in the planning stages, but life keeps getting in the way. Uh, but I, I'm going to be doing a show with my wife called The Secret Nerdy Lives of Husbands and Wives um, as soon as we can figure out. Uh, the big obstacle there is actually getting her down into the studio because the the uh, basement stairs are super steep and uh, really it's really kind of hard to get down there. So I'm going to see if there's some way that I can maybe take the portable recorder up to the bedroom and we can just kind of... Uh, sit and record there see if i can get decent quality and then and then tweak it later and you know we'll we'll see if we can figure that out uh in the meantime i was going to say you could also do maybe a, like you could even probably try to skype it where she's upstairs and you're in the studio yeah that might even work i, I didn't even think about that honestly i mean i mean that, i mean it would be weird and awkward because it's like they're in the places <laughs> you but i understand i was about to say if you had like a smaller board or whatnot you could probably do like something like that where you just take like your portable stuff up there and have like yeah. a portable set like stashed away and then you just bust that out every time you guys do that show yeah um well we're looking to possibly move here within about a year or so and uh the place that we're uh potentially going to be moving to is going to be a, a single story and it does have a partial basement where i'll have the studio but it's not nearly as hard to get into so it it, it might work out so we might have to wait for that or not i don't know and then the other show that I'm going to be doing is going to be called Perspectives from the Gap, the gap being the generation gap. I'm going to be doing a show with my daughter and uh, potentially uh, our other daughter, depending on whether or not she wants to, to jump on mic or not. Um, she hasn't really decided. We threw out the invitation, and uh, we'll see. If, if she does, then that means I'm going to be double teamed down here. I'm going to have two teenage girls uh, telling me how wrong I am on everything. But so then you're gonna have, you're gonna have to get another person to no you'll have to get I know. another person to weigh it out. I was just about to say I'm like like you and your daughter going head to head that's like good chemistry. But you add another person to that mix and it's not even. You're gonna have to add another adult in that mix. It'd be kind of <laughs> yeah. interesting actually. In <laughs> fact, actually, it'd be even cooler because even if you have a if a, an adult that's either even a little bit younger than you or even older than you to even fill in even more like generation gap, that would actually be kind of a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> We'll have to see, you know, um, but yeah, that's something that um, we've been trying to get, find the time to, and, and again, stuff just keeps getting in the way. Um, you know, they're planning a, a trip for themselves. They're going to go see the the Warp Tour in Cincinnati here next week. So um, funny you were talking about that. Matthew and I brought it up. I think it already came through here, though. We were thinking, I didn't know it was the last band's Warp Tour, and Matthew and I were like, oh my God, I remember actually going to that. Like, fuck, that's what we should have done. Fuck. Maybe. Hey, Matthew, um, if you're listening, we're going to tune into this. Dude, you, when, when is that for uh, – maybe we'll just go meet uh, uh, Lulu and them there. And we'll just be like the weird, creepy old dudes at the Vans Warped Tour going like, I made a mistake, but it's great because we're out of towners, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, you won't even know. Um, yeah, that's that's, so that's yeah. their big summer like, plans. They've weird. been I'm obsessing. I'm glad they live in Cincinnati. Yeah, they're, they're – um, 
Yeah, they that's their big summer plan. They're they've been spending basically all of their free time planning and I mean it's it's only a 3-day trip for them, but it's the first time that the two of them are going to be like going someplace without any of their parents. Like I'm driving them there because originally yeah. they were talking about, you know, neither one of them have a driver's license yet, so they can't drive themselves. They were talking about like taking a Greyhound bus. I'm like, uh, if you really want to sit on a piss-soaked seat for six hours to get to a concert, you know, that's great and everything. But I'll tell you what, I know you want to make this a a you guys trip and not a trip with the adults. But give give me get pay me gas money. I will drive you there. I will leave you there. I will go back home, and then I will come back in three days for you and and bring you home so that you don't have to do a stupid greyhound or something because there's not really any you know flying's kind of out of the question between toledo and cincinnati it's stupid expensive to fly out of toledo because um, we just have a small little airport it's not a major airport so they'd have to fly like detroit to cincinnati and then like uber or cab everywhere from there so it's like nah, i'll drop them off they, they got an airbnb at a good rate for that uh, for those two nights and uh you know they're paying Wait, for how long is this concert I thought it was like a one-day event. Is it like yeah, two days or something? I think the concert itself is just one day. Um, they're going, I want to say it's Wednesday next week that they're going. I think the concert is Thursday, and then I'm going back to pick them up on Friday. But on Friday, they're also going to um, some like water park that's in the, in town. And actually, what's funny is uh, on Friday, oh, okay. when I go to pick them up, like they want, they have to check out of the Airbnb at like 11. Mm-hmm. But they want to have the day to go do stuff and do other stuff to go to like this water park or whatever. But they don't have any place to put their bags. So they're like, can you be there at 11 so we can put the bags in the car and then go away and leave us for the rest of the day? And I'm like, <laughs> wow. And I said, that must have been like hard to hear. No, no. You know what? It was funny. I was just like, you know what? Honestly, it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is the fact that they just don't value my time at all. Like, what am I going to do? Just sit in the parking lot while you go do stuff. And so I said, I I basically kind of said, hold on, let, let me check. And I looked to see if there was a ball game going on at uh, great American park in Cincinnati. And sure enough, the Reds will be playing the uh, Pirates that day, and the Pirates are my brother-in-law's and current roommate's favorite team. So I was like, "Hey Tom, you want to go see the Pirates play in Cincinnati on the on this day? And we'll go, we'll go pick up, we'll we'll go get their bags, let them go do their thing. We'll go, ch- you know, check out downtown Cincinnati until the ball game starts. Go to the ball game." And then after the ball game, we'll get the girls and head home. So it worked out. You know, I get to go see a ball game. It won't be a Diamondbacks game, but, um, you know, nice. still still fun for me. And um, I, finding out, actually, I'm just finding out now that actually this will be the first time that Tom will be seeing his team, the Pirates, playing an away game. Like, that's Ooh. something that uh, I only recently experienced last year with the Diamondbacks. You know, uh, last year I managed to get to go to four Diamondbacks oh, games throughout the year. One of them was in Chase Field when I went, when I came back to uh, Phoenix over uh, Comic-Con weekend. And then the other oh, three, yeah, I, that's right. I saw them in Detroit. I saw them in New York to, against the Mets. And I saw them in Cincinnati against the Reds. Um this year, we managed to get out to a game in uh, Pittsburgh. So we actually saw the Pirates play the Diamondbacks 
in Pittsburgh. And Tom went with us because Pirates are his team. It was kind of funny because, you know, me, Luciana, and Cameron all in Diamondbacks gear go into the Pirates game. And there's one Pirates fan, you know, there's one home team fan sitting in the middle of us. And, of course, we ended up winning that game, too, which was the uh, third game of a three-game sweep, too. So it was kind of fun for the three of us, not as much for him. Um, but for this game, because my team isn't playing... I will be rooting for his team. I'll be rooting for the Pirates to win, so I'll be I'll be there supporting him and his team because I don't have any reason to to cheer for the Reds, so I might as well go ahead and just join him in cheering for the Pirates on that game. I even got myself a hat for the for the game, a Pirates hat. So Oh, nice. Um, Look at you. So yeah, it, it's it's going to be fun. It'll be only the second time ever that I'll be seeing a live Major League Baseball game that isn't that doesn't include the Diamondbacks. The only other time was when uh, when I got married in 2005, and me and my dad went to a Padres game in San Diego at, at Petco Park, and I, I don't I don't even remember who they were playing, but it wasn't the Diamondbacks. They just didn't happen to be in town that week. But we're like, hey, the Padres are in town playing a game. Let's go watch a game. And that was the the first time I'd ever been to a park other than Chase Field too. So um, crazy. Yeah. This will be I'll be going back to Great American limits. Ballpark for the second time. Uh, this will be the second time at Great American. It was a nice ballpark, although I know now where not to sit for afternoon games because of the way the sun sets and the way the field is, is lined up. It's, it's an open-air stadium. It's not a dome like uh, Chase Field. So we picked the wrong seats for the game that we went to. The first, like, four innings, it was really hard to see because the sun was going down directly in front of us. And, and until it dipped below the other side of the stands, it was really hard to see. Um, so I'm like, okay, well, I know now where not to sit, but this time around, we're, it's an it's an evening game. So by the time we get to to the park, the sun will be low enough that it won't it won't matter. So it, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool, you know. Uh, I do have to do a lot of driving next week because I'll be driving, you know, the the day I drop them off, I'm literally just gonna drop them off and then turn around and come home. You know, drive to Cincinnati, come yeah. back, and it's like about a two and a half, three hour drive. It's not like a huge. You no, know you should drive do. You no, know you should do. Uh, uh, with your drive, like on the way up there or whatnot. Did you re- research any like stops like along the way, and not like touristy stuff or anything like that? Because I know you're like me, you're like a foodie person. Like any restaurants that you're like, hey, I should totally just check out some stuff because when am I ever gonna go back this way again? Kind of thing. Uh, for me, the only thing that exists out here somewhere in the universe that I that I want to see if I can find when I go out there is a White Castle because we don't have those nope. here in Toledo and I've never been to an actual White Castle. I've only had the the frozen version from the grocery store. Yeah, no, um, which is really weird because we were just in Vegas not too long ago and apparently there's a White Castle somewhere in Vegas. Yeah, yeah, I've heard they put one up in Vegas. I don't remember at what casino. Yeah, was the no Hard idea Rock where. Or, and or I, that, that's now a goal now because I'm like, but. But hey, fuck, dude! If I come in, man, we should totally look for that White Castle. Well, yeah, no, there's there's not one in Toledo, but I know that somewhere between here and Cincinnati there is. And if I find it, I'm gonna stop. And then the other thing is, um, Cincinnati has Jack in the Box, I believe, which we don't have in Toledo. I have not had a Jack in the Box taco since I was in Arizona last May. Oh my god! I think I'm gonna order a Jack in the Box tonight. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man, it's the stupidest things you miss when you move away. Like, so seriously, like you anybody listening, like, like Jack in the Box, you miss Jack in the Box. Yes, I do miss Jack in the Box. Like, it's the horrible, most horrible food you can imagine, but I miss it. And the oh, other thing yeah. I miss is 
Mexican food, like good Mexican food. There are so many places out here. There are like 10 different chili dog chains. Like seriously, like chains that specialize in chili dogs. And they're chili good. Dogs. That sounds good. Oh, they're good. Like, yeah, you, we'll have to hit Paco's while you're here. That's for sure. We'll have to hit Tony Paco's while you're here at least once. You know, that that has to be something you experience while you're in Toledo. That's just a, a must, a must visit when you come to Toledo for the first time is Tony Paco's. Those are amazing chili dogs. Um, but yeah, we will give you all sorts of different chili dogs. But trying to find a Mexican food place here that actually makes decent food is like, where are you guys getting the impression that this is what Mexican food is supposed to taste like? Like, seriously, I ordered from one place that has actually decent tacos. So I was like, okay, cool. The tacos are good. I'll order the nachos. It had lettuce on them. <laughs> Who the fuck puts lettuce on nachos? Lettuce does not belong uh, on nachos. That is not a nacho topping. Like, what is wrong with you people? The only uh, way I can see that is that, like, that's their excuse to be like, these are nachos, but they're healthy nachos because we threw lettuce on it. It's and it's crazy. And there's no like, there's no version of Filibertos out here. There's no like place that you can go get a three pound carne asada burrito oh. for five bucks at three o'clock in the morning out here, which really it's sucks. Funny that you mentioned that because where I live now, the new place that I moved to in the in the the foothills area, there's a Filibertos like right down the street. I. People crack on Filibertos, but it is good food at a good price, and you can get it any time of the day or night, and it is amazing. Those, like, what is it, two ninety nine breakfast burritos they do in the morning until like eight o'clock, and they're like, they're huge and so good. You get all this that sausage and the chorizo and the scrambled egg and the cheese. Oh my gosh, I'm getting so hungry just thinking about it. And we got nothing like that here, nothing. If I want a breakfast burrito, I got to go to freaking mcdonald's and get one of those stupid little tiny sausage burritos with the like weird cheese sauce hey, in them and ugh. i i'm not gonna lie if i want some breakfast burritos and i don't have an easy access to some place i'll i'll take some mcdonald's breakfast i'll walk a mcdonald's oh if i if i have to eat mcdonald's breakfast i will but i won't get there i won't usually get the burritos unless no, i, I know i'm gonna have to eat on the car because they are the easiest thing to eat in the they car are the easiest thing to eat. but you know, if I'm if I'm going to McDonald's for breakfast, I think the biggest bang for your buck, honestly, get the big breakfast platter because oh, you get the, the scrambled eggs platter. and you get the sausage patty and you get the hash browns and you get the pancakes and no, you get a biscuit. I'm oh, sorry, hotcakes. My bad. My bad. Yeah. Um, uh, you get a ton yeah. of food and it's like four yeah. bucks. You're like, holy crap! Yeah, like, like this four is bucks. It's great. Yeah, it's so much cheaper no, yeah, than no, anything I'll, else. I'll yeah, I'll definitely rock a McDonald's breakfast every once in a while. Fuck, like, man, you're like, like, I haven't had anything. I ate pretty much early this morning, and then I meant to eat something right before the show, and then I've just been having booze and stuff, and now any kind of food, I'm just like, sounds delicious. So I'm like, I'm like, dude, I'm gonna get Jack the Box, and I'm gonna buy fucking McDonald's burritos, and I'm gonna combine them and make a very bad decision tonight. But right now, I think it's a great idea. Um, um, but yeah, but I was about to say, uh, talking about the, um, oh shit, we were talking about breakfast and everything like that, but, uh, man, so you get, you got a busy, you got a busy week next week coming up then. Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy. I mean, I took a, an extra day off of work so that I wouldn't, you know, be completely stressed out. I, so I don't work my full four days. I only work three days next week, but with all the driving around and everything I've got, you know, like, uh, tomorrow is 
actually a fairly easy day for me. I only have to, to get up for myself for work, and that's it. And on Sunday, I got to get up way freaking early for work. Um, Monday, I'm actually off, but I do have to get up to take Cameron to work. And then I work on Tuesday, um, but and then Wednesday, I'm driving to Cincinnati to drop them off. And then Thursday, I have to work. <laughs> and then Friday, I'm driving back to Cincinnati to go to the right. baseball game, pick them up and all that. Um, Saturday is a unicorn day. Saturday the 21st is a unicorn day for me. I think it's the only one in July. Uh, I do not have Ooh, to get if up that's the case. for anything. I don't have to, to get up to take anybody any place. I don't have to get up to help people get ready for anything. I don't have to do anything. I can sleep until either my body or the dogs get me up. And, oh, it's going to be glorious. Especially after having just driven back from Cincinnati the night before. Yeah, I was about to say completely, completely up to you. You have that Saturday free. You have nothing to do. It's true. If you want to just record a podcast of, uh, we can do the Luke Cage one. Absolutely, I'm on board. Uh, but it could be on your time. You know, get up when you want to, have a cup of coffee while we're doing it, anything like that. The only thing I have going on that day, I believe, is just my mom's birthday lunch. But I figured that'd be that'd be a nice. Nice, easy way to come into your weekend of just let's talk some Luke Cage, talked about what we liked, talked about what we didn't like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and if you want to do it after your lunch, that'll be evening for me. So it means anything yeah, that I have to get we, yeah, done we could just throughout the day. Um, you know, I can, <clears throat> if I do end up having to do, like I said, I don't have anything scheduled right now. Who knows if that changes? Right now, I'm looking at it going, oh, this is going to be a beautiful day. But Again, <laughs> even morning for you is is late morning for me, and late morning for you is already afternoon for me. So, um, yeah, if you want to do it yeah, after no, just, lunch, just, you know, I just figured I'd throw it out there because I was like, yeah, we could do some of those like episodes. Like we can even do like a, a one about Infinity War and all that stuff. So, we'll we can just start dropping like different things because yeah, I didn't even talk about like Jessica Jones uh, season two on because they're long walks guys. But yeah, we could start just doing. Maybe those we every could, once in a while maybe we could do, yeah yeah maybe we could do a little recap of the last couple of of series that dropped and you know do a do maybe a ranking yeah. maybe a ranking of the current of the netflix we'll, we'll talk about it we'll talk about this you know maybe we'll we'll yeah, do we'll an in-depth on luke cage as one episode yeah. one episode by yeah. itself in-depth luke cage season two talk and you know a little bit of a recap of season one to get people caught up if they have forgotten um, and then oh, yeah, do a separate episode where we kind of go over, not go into depth on all of them, but do our own rankings. Like we both go, we'll do a list episode where we both list because there's enough Netflix Marvel series now to do a, a proper list episode and rank them, our, like do our rankings individually of them. And uh, maybe, you know, we'll see who else we if there's anybody else available that wants to jump on with us on that and, and get in on that. Oh, yeah. No, or... yeah, definitely. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll work something out on that one. But that should be good times. But uh, Eric, I don't want to keep you up any later than I have to. Yeah, I do have to get up and take people places in the morning and work myself. So, so uh, um, I want to thank you for stopping by, uh, chatting with us, having a good time, catching up. You it, it's weird. It's. As soon as you move to Ohio, I feel like you're a lot more busier than you were <laughs> when you were here. It's no, it's absolutely true, and especially over the last few months, um, uh, 
you know, like I said, we, we, we had some more people move into our house and it's been, you know, it's been nice on the one hand because we do have extra people helping out with the chores. You know, there's certain things that I'm not having to do as much, you know, I'm doing far less dishes now than I was before because we've got extra people <laughs> in the house doing dishes. Um, you know, so there's that and other like little, you know, basic house cleaning stuff. There's a few things that I don't have to take care of myself anymore, but then there is the added responsibility of, of helping people arrange transportation everywhere. So, you know, it kind of, it's a trade-off, but yeah, it's been, it's been a little crazy and I'm hoping that I can get into a rhythm to where I can start scheduling more nights like this, where I can, you know, take the time out to be like, hey, you know what, I'm taking this time. And that's kind of why we started doing the calendar things. That way, you know, like I put this on the calendar, like I'm doing this from this time to this time. So everybody in the family knew I was unavailable during this time. Unless there's some sort of emergency, you absolutely need something. This is the time that I'm, I'm, I'm planning this. And I've been doing that when I've been doing the Starfleet Escape podcast when we were talking about the uh, Discovery. We were doing those weekly. You know, we were doing them after each episode. And, uh, you know, I scheduled that time out. I said, I'm going to be doing it this day from this time. Like, this is my time. I'm doing it. And as long as I can schedule it out i just don't have as much time to just be on a moment's notice do stuff anymore i I have to plan it out because i have to look at the schedule and see okay what's going on here 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 um so yeah hit me up with uh just a just a general time frame you think you want to get started on that saturday what time you think you'll be you know done with lunch or whatever and i'll make sure that i'm ready and available and uh yeah we'll definitely talk some luke cage because i definitely want to talk about that um this season it was it was good stuff and i a lot of little things that i want to i want to delve in deep and do some some spoilerificness on it oh yeah no definitely but yeah but thank you for coming on the show and i hope you you have a good uh your weekend i know you're working and all that good stuff and then i guess until next time kiddos you better tap that sass Fuck this shit, I'm out. Fuck this shit, I'm out. No thanks. Don't mind me. I'ma just grab my stuff and leave. Excuse me, please. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Nope. Fuck this shit, I'm out. Alright then. I don't know what the fuck just happened, but I don't really care. I'ma get the fuck up out of here. Fuck this shit, I'm out.